Welcome to Yoga Poetry Radio. Today we are doing a practice that will care for your joints. It is called Dasha Chalana. In Sanskrit, Dasha means 10. Chalana means churnings. So these will be the 10 rotations for your major joints. This practice is a great way to keep the fluid in your joints moving. It will keep you limber. It'll stave off arthritis and other aches and pains. And it's a great practice to return to um, as a way to care for your body, a way to wake up in the morning and move, get things moving after a night in bed. So this is an easygoing practice that you can just do standing in your living room. Please be near a wall or a chair to help provide uh, support during, um, especially the beginning of this practice. There's a little bit of balancing. And yeah, let's get started. Um, so... Let's start with a unified breath. Begin by letting all the air go from your lungs. <sighs> Inhale through your nose. Open mouth, exhale, let it go. <sighs> and then seal your lips, let your breath return to what's natural and normal for you. And just know that so much of yoga is about attitude. So let yourself be welcome, whatever you find with your breath in your body as you turn your gaze inward right now and notice what's here with the in your body with the practice. And then bring your attention to your feet on the floor. Lift all 10 toes from the floor. Spread them wide. Let your toes come back down. Really notice the foundation that the floor provides. So, so try to find some ease in your feet. A little ease in your knees as well. And then to begin this movement while you're really focusing on your foundation, I'm going to start with a quote from Thich Nhat Hanh. I've read it here before. It's, I think, just so um, important to yoga. Uh, so this is his quote on impermanence that I like to read. Thanks to impermanence, everything is possible. Life itself is possible. If a grain of corn is not impermanent, it can never be transformed into a stalk of corn. If the stock were not impermanent, it could never provide us with the ear of corn we eat. If your daughter is not impermanent, she cannot grow up and become a woman. Then your grandchildren would never manifest. So instead of complaining about impermanence, we should say, warm welcome and long live impermanence. Because you know that impermanence doesn't mean that the world won't be here tomorrow. It will. It will be here, but different, and the way you care for it shapes the way it and you will change. So take a moment to really absorb that into your heart. 
feel your feet on the floor. Start by um, finding that solid straight long leg on your left side and draw your right toes back behind you. So we're going to bend your knee a little bit and maybe about six inches behind you, eight inches, place your toes on the floor. And so our first churning will be out at the ankle because we're going to create this foundation. So with toes on the floor, just roll your ankle one direction and count it out. We're going to go 10 times and you're letting your toes kind of revolve on the floor. So you're getting a little toe massage as you do it. And then do it at your own speed. But when you get to 10, stop and then turn the direction. So turn the other way, letting your toes still find that little revolution and going all the way to 10 when you get to 10 stop and bring your foot back in line with the other foot and just notice how that foot feels if there's any extra energy created you might find scratches or hitches sounds that your joints make and that's good now foundation find your foundation in your right leg and then bring your left toes back and we'll do that rotation on that side so rolling with your toes on the earth in one direction counting out to 10 letting it be an education and self-study how does this ankle work and then turning the direction around the other way what does the energy do with this rotation? How does it change your ankle? When you get to 10, pause, bring your feet in line with one another and notice what's going on. So we're gonna move from that foundational moving um, to shoulders so bring your attention up to your shoulders and start with your right shoulder and just roll your right shoulder around and we'll can towards the back so rolling towards the back carefully noticing how that moves your shoulder blade so we're doing this without pain just carefully and easily counting as we go noticing what's happening as you move does your energy change what do you notice when you get to 10 let your shoulder relax down notice your body and then other side so rolling back with your left shoulder and rolling Noticing your shoulder blade, the movement of your side body as you do this. And when you get to 10, let your shoulder relax down. Now we're going to roll frontwards, both shoulders forward at the same time. And notice how both 
shoulders move together. Notice if it feels awkward and if you need to really feel into the contraction of the muscles to bring your shoulders forward and then the relaxation. And then once you get to 10, as you release your shoulders down, just notice what's happening here. So from here we move to our neck. And so this movement is just um, circling your nose in front of you as if you're tracing a plate that is hanging in the air right in front of your face. So going around in a circle. And so if you can start large with a dinner plate size if you want, but notice what's happening at your neck. You are not to hear anything at your neck. You might hear little little whispers coming from the joint of your neck. If you do so, slow way down and make it small. Maybe your dinner plate becomes more like a quarter or a silver dollar. And then go one direction to 10 and switch, turn the other direction. I get little whispers in my neck, little and so the other joints aren't as delicate, but for your neck, if you go slow, it helps you move those sounds out. So noticing and listening to your body, letting your body be your first teacher. And then once you get to 10, pause, turn your gaze inward, really soak in what you learned from your neck there. And we'll bring, next we'll bring our hands to our heart and interlace your fingers. So your elbows are bent, your forearms are parallel to one another. You can even have your forearms be um, all the way together, elbows together, if that works for you. Just notice your shoulders would cause, might cause some restriction there. So, so with your hands clasped, move your knuckles in a figure eight. So you're tracing a figure eight at the top of your muscles, at the top of your knuckles, excuse me. And so it moves your wrist back and forth. And we'll do this for the count of 10, just tracing the figure eight, letting whatever hitches and catches in our wrists be moved out by that gentle rotation. Once you get to 10, turn it around and go the other way. And it, you might notice that this is a little bit of a brain teaser. So you're also getting some brain work in with the body work. So once you get to 10, you can pause, let your arms fall by your side and notice. So now bring your palms out in front of you or your hands out in front of you. Turn one palm up, the other palm down. No need, uh, no concern about which is which because we're going to flip it. And then open and close your hands. So this isn't an add-on. This isn't original to Dasha Chalana. But we're moving, opening and closing our fists. 
And so you're just going to start to feel the energy that's created with that. Like that'll start making your hands tired. But this is uh, really great for purple tunnel. Any We do all these things with our hands and our computers and our phones. And so we're just letting this tire us out. You might go beyond 10 here. And then pause because we're going to get tired and pause and then flip our hands so the other one palm is up other palm is down and do it again so do it and we'll go past 10 and just kind of do it till we get that fatigue going and once you get to fatigue you can let your arms come down by your side. Pause with the movement. Let your arms come down by your side. Feel the way that ache kind of moves through you. You'll have a little residual tension. And then it kind of flows away. So resist the urge to shake that out. And instead, we're going to go to a kind of twisting motion. So... So let the bottom of your body, your feet, hip width distance apart, your knees, your hips, all be really still and solid and grounded. And then we're going to make this movement come from our shoulders. Arms are real loose and hanging at our side. So imagine you have two empty sleeves of your jacket just hanging at your side and you're going to start swinging them back and forth so your arms are your empty sleeves and you're swinging them back and forth and you're going to let your arms kind of crash into your body as you swing so this is a little twisting motion and when your front arm swings you're going to reach up and let it tap into your shoulder or or your opposite side of your chest and then when it swings to the back it's going to swing and hit you kind of around the kidney area so Letting your arms swing back and forth. We'll do this. Let's do this more than 10 times. Do it more like 20 times. Letting your arms slap as you move back and forth. Being really relaxed in your shoulders. Hitting the kidneys at the back. Notice if this is at all difficult coordination-wise. wise and then once you get to the 20 mark, let it go. Let your arms and shoulders relax down. Notice your feet on the floor, how grounded you feel. And then let whatever is happening inside move. Everything wants to move. So... Now, we are going to move to hips. Put a little bend in your knees. Feet are hip distance apart. And we're adding a little extra hip circle of the tailbone. So, so we're going to start with a little tiny rotation of your tailbone. And so bring your attention to your tailbone, draw it down towards the floor and turn it in a tiny circle. 
So as if you're stirring a pot of honey. And we'll turn it one direction for 10 rotations. And this little turning starts a turning all through your whole spine. And you might get a little, a little reaction in your neck. Maybe your neck will loosen up. You'll have a little looseness. Turn around and turn the other direction, letting your tailbone stir the honey the other direction. Notice what happens throughout your whole spine here. And when you get to about 10, let go of that movement. And now we're going to do our whole hips. So the revolution comes from your pelvic, your whole pelvic bowl. And so it's not really, um, you're not getting your spine into it as much as your hips moving side to side and around in a circle. One direction. Move them 10 times one way, kind of doing the hula. And then 10 times the other way, doing the hula. Once you get to 10, we're going to bring our knees and feet together and bend at your knees so you're kind of in a little a little very shallow chair pose and turn your knees around in a circle so going one direction for 10 times this is also like doing the hula that's a little dance move here as you stand on the floor bringing your knees around and notice how this also moves your hips and your your femur bones and your hip sockets. It also moves your ankles as you go in one circle. And then turn the other direction. Do it for 10 the other way. Turning around. Moving your knees, which moves the other joints in your legs as well. And then once you get to 10, let that go. You can bring your, you can bring your uh, um, feet back to hip width distance apart, a little bend in your knees. And we're gonna find the final, the final movement, which is your spine. So you save the spine for last. Because the idea is, is that you've, you've lubricated all these joints, moved things out. And then the last thing you want to move things out of is your spine, the big, your big, many, many joints of your spine. So standing here, put a little bend in your knees. So you're kind of in a very shallow chair and start at your tailbone. So, so we're going to do kind of a cat and cow movement, but, um, but it's also called sarpa, which means snake in Sanskrit. So you can imagine the bottom, the movement starting in your tailbone and moving up your spine, moving it in a serpentine way all the way to your neck. 
and then move it back down all the way to your tailbone and back and forth. So cat and cow is an arch and uh, arching your spine both ways. And you can choose to do it that way if you would like bringing your tummy in if, if the snaky movement is not working for you. So do that for 10 times. Arching one way and then the other, letting the movement start at the base of your spine and move all the way up to your head and then back down again. And then when you're done, pause. Let your attention return back to your feet. Notice how your body is feeling right now and let yourself absorb find that spaciousness that internal spaciousness that will absorb this practice and bring your hands together at your heart we'll finish as we always do letting the sound of om and our palms together seal the deal may all the beauty goodness self-love created in the body-based practice that we just finished be shared with other beings and sent out with this sound. You are welcome to join me or just listen. Exhale all the air from your lungs. Inhale through your nose. Oh. Thank you so much for your practice.